Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Romans chapter 7 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We'll then review a few key takeaways and we'll end our session with a prayer. So let's go ahead and get started. Released from the law, bound to Christ. Do you not know, brothers and sisters? For I am speaking to those who know the law that the law has authority over someone only as long as that person lives. For example, by law, a married woman is bound to her husband as long as he is alive. But if her husband dies, she is released from the law that binds her to him. So then, if she has sexual relations with another man while her husband is still alive, she is called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is released from that law and it is not an adulteress if she marries another man. So my brothers and sisters, you also died to the law through the body of Christ, that you might belong to another, to him who was raised from the dead, in order that we might bear fruit for God. For when we were in the realm of the flesh, the sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in us, so that we bore the fruit for death. But now, by dying to what once bound us, we have been released from the law, so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit, and not in the old way of the written code. The Law and Sin What should we say then? Is the law sinful? Certainly not. Nevertheless, I would not have known what sin was had it not been for the law. For I would not have known what coveting really was if the law had not said, you should not covet. But sin, seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandment, produced in me every kind of coveting. For apart from the law, sin was dead. Once I was alive apart from the law, but when the commandment came, sin sprang to life, and I died. I found that the very commandment that was intended to bring life actually brought death. For sin, seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandment deceived me, and through the commandment put me to death. So then the law is holy, and the commandment is holy, righteous, and good. Did that which is good then become death to me? By no means. Nevertheless, in order that sin might be recognized as sin, it used what is good to bring about my death, so that through the commandment sin might become utterly sinful." We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do, for what I want to do I do not do, but what I hate I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me that is, in my sinful nature. But I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. Now if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sinful living in me that does it. So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind 
and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man I am! Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God, who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, I myself, in my mind, am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature, a slave to the law of sin. This is the end of Romans chapter 7. So we find a couple of points here. We are released from the law, but we are bound to Christ in our faith. So by that it means that we, our sinful nature, dies on the cross with Jesus when we put our faith in him. But when Jesus rises from the death, we also rise from death. And so, therefore, sinful nature is no more. And the second and main point he's making here is that the law awakens us to what is sin. The law tells us what is sin and what is right and what is righteous. As soon as we know the law, we have the capability for sinning. We have it within us. Every desire wants to break the commandment. That's their sinful nature. Once we know we shouldn't covet, once, once we know we shouldn't steal, once we know we shouldn't kill, there's things that work in our sinful nature that wants us to do those things. But there's also the other part, which is our new nature, born out of Christ, that tells us what is right and keeps us in grace with God and gives us the power to overcome our sinful nature. And we must recognize that there's this duality in us and that we must die to our sinful nature once and for all and always latch on to our new nature, that one born out of our faith in Christ. So let us now pray. Father God, thank you for once again illuminating our mind, illuminating that path towards you, Lord. Letting, letting us realize that we have this duality in us, that we have this sinful nature, but because of your son, Jesus, we now are no longer slave to that nature. We have died to that nature, Lord. And now because of your son, Jesus, we have the light that we can latch on to. We have been made righteous in you. We have the path towards you, Lord. We have the way to defeat sin. So, Lord, let us, let us latch on to that, to you, Jesus, with both arms. Allow us to cling on to you, Lord. Lead us, take us, carry us, Lord, along the path of righteousness. We ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Romans chapter 7. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ always.